so much of what we're built around is standardization and controlling to the mean and a lot of this you can't and there's lean production i'm not faulting it. it does a lot of great things but what it does do is it greatly minimizes variation and to greatly minimize variation you actually actually have to have everyone operate to some median to lower than median standard that most people can operate at and therefore you can't have go-getters in those roles because you actually dumb everyone down to a level that's below median because then everyone can operate a certain process a certain way good day and welcome to the consultant and the coach podcast i'm here with my good friend josh how are you my friend great how are you i'm doing well and we don't normally record on a friday granted this is going to release in the midweek but we've just already spent like 45 minutes just chatting, talking about victories from this week, talking about defeats from this week. And we're already onto arguments whether or not someone should want to employ go-getters in their business or not. I didn't I say would they shouldn't. <laughs> I said they don't. They don't. You well, don't either... want as many go-getters as you think. I'm going to prove that to you today. I, I would love to have a full business of over 100 go-getters in our business. No, you don't. Yes, I do. But hey, you know what? This is going to be awesome, and I'm so excited. So really, the question is, do you want a go-getter working for your business? Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you already are a go-getter. But do you want, or how many go-getters do you want to hire? But let's, hey, what, what scripture do you have for us today? Well, it's going to be a bit of a long one, but it comes from... Genesis 31, uh, we thought of the story about Jacob and how he shrewdly uh, dealt... Jacob and Laban. Mm-hmm. That's right. Shrewdly dealt with Laban. So if you're not familiar with the story, go check it out. I'll read a fairly long portion here, but there's more to the backstory. Basically, uh, Jacob was deceived by Laban uh, into marrying uh, the daughter that he didn't want to marry. Um, anyhow, <laughs> got stuck for 14 <laughs> years working for finally the girl that he did want. And in kind, it says here in 31, following up to that, it says, Now Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken all that was our father's and has built this wealth from what belonged to our father. And Jacob saw that from Laban's face that his attitude toward him was not the same. And then the Lord said to him, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your family, and I will be with you. Jacob had Rachel and Leah called to the field where his flocks were. He said to them, I can see from your father's face that his attitude toward me is not the same, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I've worked hard for your father and that he has cheated me and changed my wages ten times, but God has not let him harm me. If he said, the spotted sheep will be your wages, then all the sheep were born spotted. If he said, the streaked sheep will be your wages, then all the sheep were born streaked. God has taken away uh, your father's herds and given them to me. When the flocks were breeding, I saw in a dream that the streaked, spotted, and speckled males were mating with the females. In that dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. He said, Look up and see all the males that are mating with the flocks are streaked, spotted, and speckled. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. And it goes on and on. And I could keep going. But basically, his wife supported him. And the idea is he dealt shrewdly with Laban by basically manipulating the flocks in his favor. Mm-hmm. Um, effectively, a go-getter um, that was turned against yeah. his employer because of poor behavior and poor treatment. So, <laughs> well, and <laughs> so you know, Jacob was going after it. Yeah, he was. He was going to make this business work. He understood sheep multiplication. Sheep multiplication. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, and you know, like whatever multiplication, yeah, today. And, and whatever widget our businesses happen to be working on, you know, right. now we are to be truthful and honest and God glorifying in our business, but it, Jacob was definitely a go getter. Yep. 
somewhat of a deceiver. Yep. Now, the the, the question where where we're kind of going is now, somewhat of a deceiver. Hold on, he stole like his brother's blessing. He's getting more than somewhat of a absolute deceiver. He was a deceiver, and his Absolutely. mother taught him that. So you know, for those of you who have struggled with. This. <laughs> And it, so <laughs> he was supported by his mother. We go back and read that one too. We could go into generational sin. This podcast is supposed to be on hiring go getters. Go getters. Oh, sorry, taking us off. But we could. Totally We're identifying new too. topics as we go. But 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 really, I want to I, I want to dive into that. So for those that don't know, we I, I assume almost anyone has has heard of the term go getter. Now, where did the term go-getter come from? Do you know this? I don't. Tell me. It comes from the 1930s, Great Depression. There was a short story by uh, Peter Keen. It's, uh, you can get it free online, or you can buy it on Amazon for like $2.99. But anyway, long story short, Peter wrote the story Go-Getter, hmm. and it was, it was published in the Sunday paper. And in the old days, the Sunday paper was a big deal. Uh, a family would get it. And you would have the short story in the middle of it, and everyone read the story of what a go-getter was. And what this go-getter was, it, it was a disabled American who, um, this happened during the time of the Great Depression, went out, and what he did was, even though he was disabled, he worked his tail off and didn't take no for an answer and went after something called a blue vase. And he left no stone unturned to get this blue this blue vase for his future employer and basically he was called a go-getter because he was able to do it and it's a very motivational story hmm. and so from a business perspective my organizations we always hire go-getters mm -hmm. always hire go-getters mm -hmm. actually this mm -hmm. week i had a uh, one of my leaders came to me and she goes, Eric, uh, we need to let so-and-so go. And I said, well, why? And she goes, this person is not a go-getter. She is not Howard's material. So we had to let this person go. So I would go so far as to say all of our organizations need to hire everyone but go-getters to go above and beyond. You say hire everyone but go-getters? Everyone. Nothing but go-getters. Nothing but go-getters. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, you threw me off. I was like, wait no. a second. <laughs> now, we're, so what I'm saying, we need to hire people who are going to go above and beyond the call of duty. Yep. We need to hire go-getters at our organization. I don't now, think, I do not think most of corporate America wants go-getters. Push back on that. I'm, com I'm completely, please. I'm completely convinced of this. Okay. Um, I can't tell you how many jobs, and I will bet... If you have a business that delivers value, you have specific processes that are required for execution. Okay. Okay. And most of the companies I've been in, now, I'm not saying you don't need some go-getters. You need go-getters in leadership. You need go-getters in sales. You need go-getters in strategy, maybe, uh, depending on how big your company is. Most people, corporate America, even if they say they want go-getters, they want someone to sit in that cubicle and execute that business process. That is all they want. Because if you step outside those lines, you ruffle way too many political feathers. Now, a go-getter doesn't have Spoken to be someone who breaks all the rules. What's that? A go-getter doesn't always have to be someone who breaks all the rules. No, 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 no. It's not how you described it. You I define know. it as someone who goes above and beyond, right? Correct. Corporate America does not want people who does that. Individually, what people will say they do. Corporate America does not want that. 90% of employers in this country do not want that. 
You don't want people who are just going to go above and beyond. No. Oh. That's not the way most jobs are designed. Now, that might be a fault of the way we design our jobs mm-hmm. in this country. I'm not saying that we'll do it the right way. Well, I'm saying most jobs are designed. People should not be a go-getter. I do not want a go-getter making my hamburger, by the way. I do. I do not. I want them to cook it exactly like I want it, and I want it to come out just like I expect it. I don't want it to deviate at all. That's what a go-getter should do. <laughs> so let's take a step back. I'm going to go into my own personal mission and vision. I've never shared this on the podcast. My personal mission mission in life is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. The glorification. Let's say I am tasked to be a burger master. So you come to my store and I'm going to sell a hamburger and you want it. How, how do you want your hamburger done? Medium rare. Medium rare. My job should be to cook you the greatest medium rare burger to your specifications. What do you want on it? I will take all the veggies you've got. Uh, you're going to get all of them. Fresh, fresh sliced as long as we have them. And I'm going to do it the best. And, and I'm going to serve it to you. And I'm going to say, Josh, is this up to your specifications? How did I do? Great. Awesome. That's what a go-getter should do. It shouldn't be like, here's this sloppy burger with mustard on it. I don't like mustard, by the no, way. No, so no. If, you were to give, if you were to give me me one with mustard, not a go-getter. Because I will tell you, I do not. I want everything on my burger but mustard. That's what a go-getter should do. But corporate America doesn't enable for that. Because so much of what we're built around is standardization and controlling to the mean. And a lot of this, you can't. And there's lean production. I'm not faulting it. It does a lot of great things. But what it does do is it greatly minimizes variation. And to greatly minimize variation, you actually actually have to have everyone operate to some median to lower than median standard that most people can operate at. And therefore, okay. you can't have go-getters in those roles because you actually dumb everyone down to a level that's below median because then everyone can operate a certain process a certain way. I, I see what you're saying, but I don't think we should bring ourselves to that standard. Maybe that's why well, you're... You shouldn't, but I'm just maybe saying... Maybe that's you, why your consultant people are going to hire you to bring them out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why I'm just an entrepreneur. But even within our business, I'm just like, hey, let's keep doing this. Let's keep doing this. Let's keep doing this. That's not true. See, here's where we started out. When, okay. This is what the argument we were getting into before we got in the Please podcast. Do. I bet you have plenty of people who if they were true go-getters, you would fire them. Depends on what they're a go-getter for. Ah, see? Let, oh, now we're qualifying it. I gave you my burger example. What? What is your example? Let well, me counter back that. I so want nothing but go-getters. I suspect you have people who take phone calls for you or people who operate certain back office processes for you. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I bet they have very specific instructions on how to do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I They bet. answer their phone call. Good morning. This is... This is ABC Medical Supply. My name is Josh. How can I help you? That's yeah. how they all have to answer it. Exactly. And I would presume that you are trying to optimize the efficiency of their workday, correct? Absolutely. Every phone call should answer or average four minutes of phone call. Right. And, and then I also have ministry calls. I call them ministry. We're not preaching Jesus. These are the ones that want to talk about their cat who has a hairball. Sure, sure, sure. They can talk up to six minutes. <laughs> Six minutes plus the four, or four no, plus no, two? No, no, no. Four plus two is four six. Because okay. there's, I mean, how 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 hard is it to say yeah. we're open from nine to five? Great. So there you go. Perfect. So my guess is then, if you've optimized your call vol, your now call volume, how much time do they have between calls? Uh, it should be two to four minutes to take notes or fax for a prescription. Got you it. So it. they have something to do for two oh, to four absolutely. minutes, and then they take another phone call, mm-hmm. right? 
when do they have time to be a go-getter? You've filled their entire day, which you should have as their employer, very Mm -hmm. responsible. You've got very clear processes. You don't want them to be a go-getter. You want them to answer the phones and do what you told them to do. Isn't that going after? Well, they have their key performance indicators, so they should go... uh, so for certain for uh, certain uh, groups, it's 200 phone calls a week. Other, it's it's 400. So they should be going after 400 calls. Great. So they do their job. That's not a go-getter. That's their job. A go-getter is going beyond their job. A go-getter would be someone who would somehow find a way to, and this is not possible, by the way, but somehow find a way to answer phones and bring you new business just because they were extra motivated after that work hours to go out and bring you in a new line of business in something. That would be a go-getter. And, and, this is and those what, people are not going to do that. I guarantee you. Oh, absolutely they do. My best, my best Your go-getters. best ones, not my everybody. best ones. Right. You can't hire all go-getters. Uh, I, I disagree. Because <laughs> this is what the non-go-getters do. Yes. The non-go-getters get bored and they keep taking potty breaks. The non-go-getters, they look... And they know that they are supposed to pick it up on the first phone call, first ring, and they pick it up on the second because they're hoping someone else picks it up on the first so they can spend a little bit more time daydreaming. I don't disagree with you. My point is that most people are not go-getters, and therefore most of the people in your company are likely not go-getters. You just can't help it. You are going to hire. You can't possibly hire all go-getters. You have to place them in specific roles with specific intentionality. Oh, but we do our best to hire go-getters, and if they're not, is to first for not hire them in the first place. Well, if they if we do accidentally let them in the door, <laughs> get them out of the or door. Or maybe the life first, happens and they're a little less like, motivated. No, it's it's like donkeys and thoroughbreds. They don't like to hang out together. Thoroughbreds like to hang out with thoroughbreds, and donkeys like to hang out with donkeys. Have you seen a survey on this? No, this is no, this is nothing more <laughs> than anecdotal. an illustration I heard a long time ago <laughs> That's from a really Dave Ramsey. And but it, it's true. Thoroughbreds like to hang out with thoroughbreds. Fair enough. Go getters like to hang out with go getters. And and the, the example is first, you know, a go getter is someone who goes above and beyond the call of duty. Or e- even if even if you're asked to just um, just do a mundane do- job. Do it to the glory of God. Do it to the utmost. That's different than being a go-getter. I, I think they're. I think they're synonymous. I don't think so. Okay. Here's an example. Okay. Amazon. Okay. Three hundred thousand employees. No, eight or nine hundred thousand employees. Okay. Excuse me. Much larger. I asked a friend of mine who works there. I said, "You guys don't hire a lot of consultants compared to like Microsoft. Why is that?" Well, it's because we pride ourselves on hiring the best and the brightest. I said, but he goes, and then he says, and if you don't perform, we still fire twenty as much as 20% of people every year. <laughs> so even Amazon, who hires the best and the brightest, mm-hmm. doesn't get all go-getters because they lay off the ones who don't perform every year. So you can't possibly hire them. My point is, people, go-getters is a relative term, and it's going to be relative to the people around you. If you hire all high performers... Even within that group, you're going to then identify the highest performers, and so therefore the rest of the people are going to well, be. Well, but to play, but to play, you know, I also understand. I have several people on my team. They are 
overperforming go-getters, they will not be with me in 10 years. Why? Because I can't pay them enough to stay with me because they're going to keep rising and rising and rising. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. But I want them for at least as long as we have them. I want go-getters. I have someone that's worked with me. He's probably three, four years. Not the sharpest tool in the shed by any means. But he tries as hard as he can. You would come into our store and you'd be like, wow, okay. But the guy tries his darndest. He he's he's doing the best with mm-hmm. everything that he mm-hmm. possibly can. And we've we've asked him, hey, we'd like you to do this, and he does it. We'd like you to do this, and he does it. He's doing everything that he can. That's who we hire. That's great. He's a go-getter. You think that qualifies as a go-getter? Because he's doing the best he can with what he's been given by God. Oh, so we should have started out. So that's not not the how you defined it at first. You've changed your you change your goalposts on me a little bit. That's okay, though. Okay, it's the goal, GoPro. I hear that. Yeah. The other two are still working just fine. <clears throat> Perfect. By the way, you want to hear a random go-getter story? Yeah, I would. So one time, actually, maybe think of this. I had a job interview. And I didn't get the job, so I'll give it to the ending first. But it was because it wasn't a good fit. But it was with somebody who I'd worked with before, and they were really hard to please because I knew that person from a previous job. And it was about building a network and a product kind of thing. And we had a phone interview and we were going to have breakfast in three days. So I had 48 hours plus a few hours. And he says to me, he says, because he was not based in the Seattle area at the time. And I was, and my job would be to be boots on the ground in the market. And he says to me, he says, um, you know, for example, because he's describing the job. Like if, for example, we wanted to, um, you know, put Massage Envy into our network of uh, care providers in terms of like wellness and other things. Okay. Um, you know, you would be the person to um, go forward to that relationship with them in the Seattle area. And da 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 on and on with the interview. And I thought, well, that's an opportunity. He specifically said that one. And so I, uh, next day, found myself downtown and knew I had at that point less than 48 hours till we had breakfast. And I found a massage envy and I said, Hey, who's, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to bring the business card to this guy. So you're going to do some recon. I'm going to bring the business card to this guy. So I go find a massage envy. Mm-hmm. I start asking him all these questions. They're like, yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. Like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I couldn't even give them the name of the company because technically I didn't work for them. And so I didn't actually yeah. have a job anywhere. Okay. <laughs> and so I, um, I, uh, they're like, you got to go out to, to Bellevue. And that's why I thought of it because I was in Bellevue last week. Okay. And, and, and I was like, don't know, Bellevue is a nice, nice, you know, it's, it's nice, but it's not anywhere near or... where I lived. I like, I had to yeah. go way out of my way. Like yeah. we're talking starter homes in Bellevue, hour and a half out now. of my way. Like this was not even close to I mean, by the time driving out there, so traffic driving home. You're, you're a go-getter. You're doing some recon on this yeah, showing yeah. that you're, Hey, I'm yeah. going to figure this well, thing out. It's better. This gets better. So then I do, I drive out there and I find this place and I get a hold of a business card like the day before and I show up to this business interview at breakfast in downtown Seattle. And the first thing I do is I slap the business card on the table and I say, that's the person you need to call if you want to get them in the network. <laughs> okay. And guess what? What? Flew me to Toronto for an interview. <laughs> so you're proving my point. You are a go-getter if I were to hire you. I never said I wasn't. That wasn't our debate. 
<laughs> I thought our debate is, debate is like, what's a go-getter? And we should hire go-getters. No, 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 no. You said... In all positions. Nah, that's, that's where we're disagreeing. I think in most jobs, in most companies, now I'm not saying this should be the way it is. I'm saying the way it is, is you do not want go-getters in 90% of the jobs. You want people who will perform the tasks as they're specified by the company. And that is not necessarily include a go-getter. Because a lot of people want to do, and maybe for good reasons, they want to do their job, they want to clock out at five, and they want to go home. And there's nothing ignoble about that. No. Like, that's fine. That's not a go-getter, in my estimation. <sighs> I don't think companies want it, and I think most people at several stages in life do not want to be. Even if certain other stages they might want to be, they don't want to be go-getters. And I think they need to have a job and that'd be but, fine. But there's also a time and place for everything. There Absolutely. are lots of things that I do that I dislike doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're, I'm going to fix my irrigation system this weekend because I have I to. I heard your rock wall fell down. It did fall yeah, down. See, I heard everything. I'm going to have to be a go-getter and get this thing done, mainly because the go so the wall doesn't fall down even more. But I'm not going to enjoy doing it, but I'm going to have to do it anyway. That's right. And I'm going to figure out how to for that, fix a mason wall. You need a go-getter. I know. To fix that for you. I do. Do you know how to fix rock walls? Uh, no, I, with I already, time I and sweat and rocks, <laughs> and it's going to be hot in the next few days. So it will. Good luck it to will. you. But I'm not around. <laughs> so it sounds like we're going to. So obviously, on the upper ends of a corporation, we're going to agree. Everyone needs to be a go-getter. Yeah. On the bottom rung, I would say yes. You would say. I would say it depends on the job, and I would say it depends. Not as much on the person as much as what managers and leaders put in place as the expectations. Because I think so many times we want people to perform a certain function with such great specificity with so little variation. We don't leave time for them to be a go-getter. That's the point that I'm making. I'm, I'm not saying we shouldn't hire go-getters. I'm saying we shouldn't fool ourselves into thinking we want as many as we think we do. I think we don't nearly want as many as we think we do. We want them to perform tasks very rigid boundaries the way we've structured our work let me give you one more story it's a problem about work in america by okay, the way so it's I, a whole other podcast work in america so one more story this is you know 20 some years ago i was working at a cell phone company and um i, I use this with our company and it's every you, you come into the cell phone company you would know who it is and i was your bottom rung employee but what this company did was there was only so much I could do. It was half million employee organization I was part of. They said, Eric, you've got to do A, then B, then C, A, then B, then C, A, then B, then C. Mm -hmm. Everything was the same. I had up to $50 a day in credits I could give out. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So they had built into their huge corporate structure at least a little bit of wiggle room for right. a little man. That's right. So I could gauge, I want to take care, because everyone comes in, I want a free phone or I want this. Yep. I could decide yep. how am I going to allocate that resource. Yeah. Now what should happen is it should be used, you know, it shouldn't be used just for my spouse or my girlfriend or well, I shouldn't have both. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, it's I hope Aaliyah hears this jeepers. one. I'm going to tell her to listen to this one. <laughs> or, or my dad or my mom. Or, um, get out of this now. But but what, I, what I'm saying is with that policy, they allowed for me to be a go-getter. Right. Now, see, now that we could talk about. So we can definitely agree on that. I think companies have an opportunity. People are made to create. 
Absolutely. Right? We believe that from a biblical mm-hmm. perspective. People are made in the image of and God. And when they do, they're happier too. Absolutely. But so many times, the reason I'm saying people don't want go-getters is, is partially because they have sucked the creativity out of the roles. This is one of the problems that Henry Ford has found. I love. Right? When he was building uh, yeah. things like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the manufacturing process. That, that basically sucked creativity out of the human condition, right? Mm-hmm. Which has created this huge deep dive in satisfaction of work. Now, great productivity gains, right? Economic gains. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you want go-getters in those so roles. So let me bring this full circle. Yep. You shared an amazing scripture on Jacob and Laban. Why did Jacob want to leave? Laban was a jerk. Yeah. Jacob did not want him to be a go-getter for both of their benefit. A great employer should want success for not only the individual, but the organization and the customer as well, too. There you go. So you, you came around to my point then by the end. That was my point the whole time. <laughs> Someone please listen to this and just tell us which one of us is correct or just tell us. I probably don't know at this yeah, point either. <laughs> or develop an AI program that will make sure all computers are go-getters for us as well. Too. That's right. There you go. But either way. Hey, we'll just leave it there. I'm going to say hire all go-getters in your company. And Josh will say hire mostly go-getters. I don't think. Well, you could. I'm just Again, I don't yeah. think corporate America wants them. Okay. But set people up for creative success, and then you can hire go-getters. Amen to that. There we go. Well, good. Well, hey, in, in, in the meantime, until next week's podcast, when we uh, it's just going to be fun. We're, we don't typically record on Fridays, but this has been fun. Um, check us out on theconsultantcoach.com, or uh, just you know, reach out to us with some really cool questions, and we'll, we'll dive down those deep, dark holes. Send us and some topics, too. If you absolutely. have stuff you want to hear, we're always happy to take topics. Okay. Take requests. Until then, until next week. All right. Take care.